listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey! And... Carly! And this week, we are doing a full recap of Phase 4, and we're not going through each and everything. We're gonna just kinda do a, how did we feel about this? How did it fit into the overall feeling of Phase 4? That sort of stuff. We're not doing a a beat-by-beat for all of these. That would take forever. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you want that, we've done pretty much all of these, so go back and listen to them if you want that. (laughs) Right. Uh, right, so uh, we're, we're doing all of Phase 4, so we are going to go over uh, the movies, uh, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Wakanda Forever. We're, we I want to hear your thoughts on that, Charlie, since you weren't on the uh, original recording for that. Mm-hmm. And then for shows, we are going to have WandaVision, F- Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, uh, we'll touch on What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk. And then finally, we'll round off with I Am Groot, Werewolf by Night, and Guardians of the Galaxy, because those don't really fit into any of the normal normal pots that you would you would talk about. So, But we're going to do them in release order, rather than the order I just listed them off in, so... Uh, play along at home if you can figure out which one's next. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we we got a couple of, uh, we got Wanda a few times in this phase uh, with her as a more main character. So we're going to lead off with WandaVision here, because that was the first one that kicked off phase four. Uh, so uh, Spider-Man Far From Home ended phase three and then started phase four with WandaVision. So uh, that is... I think the only one that we didn't do a full breakdown on other than some of the the smaller like what if and uh, I am Groot and we'll touch on Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of this as well but that I think we started in Falcon and Winter Soldier so that's actually kind of crazy that it's been so long <laughs> that yeah, right. all of this has been phase 4 but uh <laughs> let's let's get some thoughts on WandaVision how it tied into phase 4 did you think it led to where you expected anything like on that Mm, WandaVision's great. It's perfect. Uh, great show. (laughs) There's, maybe it's not perfect, but there are some critiques, but it was, I I don't know, I think it tied in really well to everything else. I think so, too. Um, And, like, the things that it led to were interesting to me, so. Yeah, I, I wish it had shown a little bit more of her turn at the end. Like, if she had been a little bit more evil at the end, because I think that would have tied to Multiverse of Madness just a little bit better, because mm. I, I think that was one of my biggest critiques of Multiverse of Madness, is it it felt a little jarring, that initial jump, but you could, she was definitely on that trajectory already, mm. so I don't know. I, I really liked it, and uh, I, I know Charlie would probably attest to this as well, the, uh, the, the theories that were coming out during that show running were actually it was kind of fun like it was just all of the different <laughs> theories like uh, oh what's happening here what's going on there like it was fantastic for that mm-hmm. every mephisto theory known a man <laughs> right <laughs> mephisto out the out the ears like yeah. everywhere constant <laughs> yeah. so how, how 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 did you feel about charlie i mean that's my favorite marvel show uh hands down uh it is no longer my favorite disney plus show however but oh. No, Andor took that spot. Uh, oh, fair. In my heart. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was the best Marvel show, I think, to date. I do think with Multiverse of Madness, they could have made this more of a required viewing for Multiverse yes. of Madness instead of trying to truncate it or or making her evil at that point. I think they, you know, I, I, I wish they would have had it as a required viewing where you really understood where the character was going, how she got there. So she, you know, you didn't want to get into that rope of, um, you know, crazy, upset, you know, woman or something. You don't want to like get into that territory. And so I, yeah, I, I would have appreciated a little bit more nuance there. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, it, that, that's one of those things is most of the, the TV shows that we're going to go over are not required viewing. For mm. the most part, I will say WandaVision probably is, and then Loki probably is as well. Those two are probably the most, like, you have to see this to understand what's coming. Yeah, and at least those are the best ones. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, I truly hope oh. with, uh, you know, with, with Secret Wars and these next Avenger movies that... Loki is required viewing for the introduction of Kang 
especially with quantum yeah. media coming out where they don't just do another hard reset or or hard intro for kang but rather they... the expectation is that you've seen all of loki and that whole episode dedicated at the end to introducing jonathan majors i thought was really impactful and really important mm-hmm. i don't know i the the vibes that the trailer gave me was that like it would be there would be stuff sprinkled in for people who have seen loki but since it's a new group interacting with him for the first time, I it kind of seemed like they were just going to intro him again, again. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of, that, that's definitely the vibe would, I got from the from the the trailer as well. I, I oh, could be wrong, enough. but and that's the thing is like you, they have to kind of balance it with the uh, the casual viewer because I mean I would say that we're we're definitely on the the more extreme end of you know watching all of these, but. Well, that's a pretty significant list since January of 2021 to listen to. So over the last two years, there's there's you know 14, 15 things that you need to watch. It's a lot so, of time. That's a lot mm-hmm. of time. So, all right, let's move on to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So this was the first series that we did mm-hmm. uh, live. So go back all the way to you know March of 2021. Or we didn't actually do it, but that's when we started. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did mm-hmm. the first comics that were very weird and out of context and <laughs> did not help at all. So no, we thought we were going <laughs> to... Our most downloaded episodes, though. Uh, <laughs> I, we thought we were going to like feel like, ooh, this is the insight for this show that we need. Absolutely. <laughs> no, they're in space. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> uh, it was fun, though. It was fun, but yeah, not even close. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, dealt with some, I mean, I will say a lot of these dealt with some pretty heavy topics. A lot of the early shows did. So Falcon and Winter Soldier dealt with a lot of, um, um, heritage, a lot of racism, a lot of, you know, how do you like redemption, a lot of fitting in that sort of stuff. It it was pretty heavy on, on those themes, um, which I think they handled pretty well. Uh, this one definitely felt like if you skipped it, it wouldn't have been the end of the world because the beginning and end of the show um bucky and sam are essentially in the same place as they were at the beginning of the the show mm-hmm. yes. so like if for any movies that they're in you it doesn't feel like you've necessarily missed anything mm-hmm. uh there are some important characters added in here but i doubt that they're gonna pay play into the larger larger view of the mcu no i wouldn't think so i don't think so this one definitely felt the most like self-contained Oh, except for maybe, well, I guess we see uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus in other movies and stuff, too, but I really loved her addition to the show. Yeah, we, we have seen her other places, yeah. and we also got U.S. Agent, which will become important for the mm-hmm. Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. But I, I, He was my favorite. I mean, he was the fa- my favorite part of that show, because I thought yeah. that actor killed it. Thought the writing was great. I really, mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like his character as a character, but I, I... The way they portrayed it was really great. Yeah, he is a yeah. good villain. He is, and yes. you, you could, and it's one of those things where, like, someone that is duty bound or you know whatever, you, you could see the the route you would take to get there. Like, mm-hmm. so. Plus, I'll never Maybe forget that the... image of him with the bloody shield after a oh, pass. Yeah. Like that was, I mean, chills. That was an awesome so end good. to an episode. Yeah, now nah, for sure, a hundred percent. I I wholeheartedly agree. So overall, pretty positive on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I'm still mm-hmm, but... convinced that they rewrote a lot of that to get rid of the virus situation. Which, in retrospect, oh. maybe they didn't have to do because you know um, I think at the time it was a little hard to stomach. But now you could probably watch that again and be fine with it. So I understand yeah. both sides of it, but you can definitely tell there were some rewrites. If it, I thought I felt that, anyways. Yeah. Now that makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense. Okay, so next we're jumping into Loki, uh, which is potentially the most important thing on this list. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Agreed. Loki uh, introduces us to the larger world of the multiverse. Uh, so we we get Kang, we in there. We get you know all the the possibility for variants. We get you know universe mm-hmm. hopping and all of this stuff. We get Tom Hiddleston back, which is great. Um, but it really feels like it set up a lot of the main antagonists for Phase 5. Um, and by far probably yes. the most required viewing for Phase 5. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it's really good. Yeah, and Tom yeah. Hiddleston's in it. And he gets to be sexy the whole time. He does get to be sexy the Amen. whole time. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> and, he, he, and Sylvie kills it during this whole thing. So I, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with her, or if they do anything else with her in the future. Uh, I could see that being very confusing if she just shows up and is wearing the Loki stuff, and no one. If you haven't seen Loki season one, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> so yeah, uh, great overall though. Um, it, the introduction of Kang was fantastic. That whole monologue that he had was so, good. so well delivered oh. and so good. Um, so I, I think it's gonna be great. We're getting Quantum Mania up here pretty soon. So the the trailer just dropped for that recently. Okay. Um, any other additional thoughts on Loki? It's great. We all know that. <laughs> uh, once again, well, we always have to shout out the fact that they referenced Oshkosh yes. in that show. <laughs> yes. Uh, really love that part. Just a real callback to our hometown, at least Mike and I's hometown. I know Audrey, yeah. you know, uh, Il- Illinois. So, <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that they referenced that, it had a deeper meaning to a writer who went to UW Oshkosh, uh, just very cool connections there. Yeah, no, it was great. I, 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 I that that was a cool little Easter egg for it. So okay. I, freaked, I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> so next we have Black Widow. So uh, we we watched this in Charlie's basement the same day my car got stolen. Oh uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, never forget that day. <laughs> no, no, that was a that was yeah. a hell of a day. Got the call from the cop that my car had been found while we were watching it. So yeah. Um, uh, thoughts on Black Widow? Oh. Uh, mid i liked it but only because it would be fun to watch with my sister i don't think it was a very good movie <laughs> but i think it was fun there were fun moments there were fun characters there were good actors but the writing i shouldn't say the writing it's just i don't know how they it just it should have been a good movie right it should have been great yeah. you had taskmaster you had red guardian you had florence Pugh coming in you had you know natasha again but it just for whatever reason it fell flat for me yeah anyways i did like the introduction of yolena uh getting her more firmly into the mcu she does great things in hawkeye um mm-hmm. and we'll get to in a little bit here um taskmaster was kind of a lackluster villain it, you know it's just a, a silent muscle that you know is for the 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 person behind the curtain literally i so like (laughs) i I just i wanted more from taskmaster because taskmaster is such a cool villain in the comics okay because taskmaster's whole thing is being able to mimic if they see you do it they can mimic it perfectly Mm. so like uh captain america black widow hawkeye all of those taskmasters all of them put together Mm -hmm. so it's just one of those things where like they showed a little bit of that in the, the 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 movie but I I don't know I just it was one of those things where I want I wanted more from Taskmaster since it's such a cool villain and like not that there was anything wrong with it that the 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 design was cool and everything like that I just thought it could have been more um, I will say the scene of uh, Black Widow at the end when the 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 ship is like crashing and she's like jumping through things in the air. Uh, a little ridiculous. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. That was the the wildest part for me. <laughs> that was just yeah. fucking wild. The the introduction of Red Guardian was pretty fun. I forget what his wife's who she was. Oh, I don't know. But she's cool. Yeah. So it was it was okay. I, the sibling between uh, Black it was Widow real to me. And Yelena, <laughs> that, that was really cool. <laughs> you just like Florence Pugh. Get out of here. I love. And am in love with Florence Pugh, so <laughs> I will unequivocally stand. <laughs> that's like oh, me right. liking Captain Marvel just because Brie Larson's in it. <laughs> I, I, th- that's where we yep. have like hot blonde handshake. Like we agree. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> All right. Next we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, so this gets even further into the mystical arts. Uh, it, it expands that world quite a bit. Prior to that, we mostly had just Wanda and uh, Doctor Strange, but that gives us uh, more and also expands the history of the MCU quite a bit and pushes back where, you know, people started getting powers and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, Shang-Chi's father having the Ten Rings for, you know, thousands of years and the rise and fall of dynasties and that sort of thing. Like, it pushes that way, way back. Um uh, but does introduce some pretty cool like side villains. Uh, we get we get 
Sharon Carter as the um uh as what's her face? The the, the broker? Yeah, the broker. Yeah, power broker. Uh, yeah, the power broker. Or did that happen in Falcon and Winter Soldier? Was you know, that, that did Falcon happen and Winter Falcon Soldier. And... Okay. It, yeah, it was Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I thought she popped up in this one too. Yeah, yeah, she popped up in this one. We get Shang-Chi's sister who's super badass and, and hot and hot and uh the the new leader of the 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 Ten Rings gang. Yep. We get the introduction of the Ten Rings themselves, which is a pretty cool item overall. We get some dragons. That was kind of so wild. Cool. Uh, we get a bunch of the the Chinese mythology and like their their creatures and stuff like that was pretty cool. I I really like Shang Chi. Um, yeah. I so, wanted to s- go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I was still waiting for the payoff for the uh, the end of that movie where they talk about you know the rings are communicating or whatever they say. Um, I still want to see the payoff for that. I'm still kind of waiting and hoping to really feel the effects of that. I agree. Agreed. And the fact that Wong comes and gets them, I Uh I expected to see Shang-Chi again at all during Phase 4. You don't see him again at all in Phase 4. I, I either multiverse of madness or you know even She Hulk because we we get because <laughs> Wong was in that we, so we get, heavily we get Wong so heavily in that and we also if I remember correctly they're going into the abom- the abominations thing but the abomination and all that stuff so like I I expected to see him somewhere or at least reference him somewhere right that there's like a new hero on the scene or something like that or mm. someone stepped up and you know the, there's been a transfer of power or there's a new mystic arts person or something but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, no word of it. And yeah, the the rings communicating that hasn't said anything. We do get uh, some uh, symbolism in uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, of, of all well, places. But... And I would think if they're because uh, Miss Marvel was at the end of that one, I would think Shang Chi and Miss Marvel would be like, or uh, Captain Marvel would be hanging out together. So I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll see it with both of them. Maybe yeah, we can sure hope so. Because I really like that movie. All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> another movie I really liked that uh, the critics liked much less was The Eternals. Uh, so we we get again a much <laughs> wider base for the the Marvel universe. It, it once again pushes the the history even further back than what we got in Shang Chi. I thought this was dumb. Anyway, <laughs> um, the concept <laughs> ridiculous, but very on point for comics. Uh, like this happens all the time in comics, or it's like, oh, there's this. These people that have been here all along, but just, you know, haven't come up until now. Uh, so uh, the idea is stupid. Uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> I overall did like the movie and the introduction of the characters and the, the the heel turns and everything like that. All of that made a certain level of sense to me. Uh, it does feel like it should have been referenced again yes. somewhere outside of this movie. That, like, we get a little bit in She-Hulk, but She-Hulk's also the one that breaks the fourth wall the most, so. Yeah, I think in its own box, I really liked Eternals as a movie. Um, I, again, like, going back to the same concept of, I would really hope that they pull this stuff together in the next phase. Uh, I really want to see some payoff, because we were so used to that in the earlier phases, where you'd see something, and it folds into this bigger story. So it's just hoping that these these movies these stories these different characters are going to be coming back in a bigger better way that you know appeals to the the fandom and the comic readers and and kind of those people who know those nuances yeah and i mean it's one of those things that we also have to remember that like phase four all of that stuff we listed is in the course of two years but like phase one takes the takes course over four years like in our world Mm -hmm. so like you know, things that are referenced in Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2, it's two years before Avengers, the first Avengers movie happens. Like, yeah, that's that time. money. That's that money thing. It is that money. So it's, it's one of those things where, like, we had just such a huge list of content in Phase 4 that it's it's been hard to see necessarily where it's going and where everything's tying in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does feel like they're just doing an immense amount of setup. Uh, which I do feel like some of it's going to get dropped, which is going to be unfortunate, but whatever. Hope for the best. Yeah. Any additional thoughts on Eternals? I, I know I was the most positive on it. <laughs> um, I like it. I like it more every time I watch it. So. Well, that's good. That yeah, that's interesting. If I could gather up the motivation to watch it one more time, that might be true for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So then next we have Hawkeye. Uh, so we, uh, this was great. Okay. <laughs> Hawkeye and uh, his new ward, uh, Hawkeye Jr., Kate Bishop. <laughs> Hawkeye 2, Electric they have, they have a Christmas adventure and it's beautiful and I love it. We should watch it again this Christmas. It's yeah, a good agreed. Christmas time. It is. Uh, but yeah, we get we get the introduction of Kate Bishop. We get um, uh, Echo. Echo. Mm-hmm. We get Hawkeye. We get Kingpin. Uh, we, a, lo- a lot of setup again for this one. This one again more self contained. Mm-hmm. I think for Hawkeye, if he shows up again in any of the Avengers, this one's probably not required watching. But Kate Bishop, we know, is going to show up again. Oh, I'm yes. assuming Kingpin's going to show up again. Echo is getting their own show, mm-hmm. so uh, probably important for that. And we get more Florence Pugh, and we get more Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. ten which, out of ten, <laughs> which is great. The Florence Pugh, uh, well, Elena and Kate Bishop interaction is amazing. Uh, the, during the the whole like, was it last episode or second to last episode? That that by itself made up for like most of the weird like slow pacing for the the show. Um, that that last like two episodes really made up for it. Uh, it ended with a bang. Echo is a great addition. I I love their their whole vibe. So, yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they kept the casting the same. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, next, we have Spider Man No Way Home. So this was uh this was a big one. Let's uh let's get someone else's thoughts on this before <laughs> I, we dig into. Wait, it. which one? Uh, Spider Man no, no Way Home. Home. Uh, it's a great movie, and it's probably the best movie that uh is in phase four other than um actually no i think i'm looking at the other movies on the list and i i think spider-man no way home is the best movie in phase four um i'll I'll put my little stamp on that (laughs) (laughs) uh i have a lot i don't know why i have so many feelings about this movie because it you know what it's that blend of nostalgia and uh good modern writing like it wasn't perfect but it was well executed and well done and I just loved how it ended things for, well, I guess paused things for Tom Holland. Yeah. Because he's, right? Did they say that there's no more Spider-Man? What are we doing? So uh, he, I know he's going to appear in the future, but it was a way to kind of take him out of the MCU if they needed to. Because yeah. I, I know that Sony and uh, Marvel were, you know, in talks. Yeah. It was... Or not. No. Yeah, it was Sony. Yeah. So. It was a beautiful little, like, resting place that tied a lot of things together and uh, set up some other things uh, that were going on in the shows. So, we got like, more multiverse yeah, stuff. Yeah, I thought it was a really good, just a really good movie that was like, this was the most like Marvel and good <laughs> movie <laughs> to me. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, because like Shang-Chi like, was its own yeah. thing. Eternals was kind of its own thing. Black Widow was pretty Marvel, but wasn't great. Uh, Spider-Man was definitely a, a breath of fresh air for the movies up to that point in mm-hmm. Phase 4. Um, also really liked it. it. Yeah, the nostalgia, getting all the Spider-Mans back was great. So the, good. Uh, there was active cheering in the theaters oh when my they, God. they stepped out and the stuff. The energy The energy so in the theater good. was great, yeah. I feel like they rescued some of the parts of the, the old Spider-Man movies that maybe didn't age as well, and they kind of rescued those characters, which was pretty cool. Agreed. 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 I, I, it's one of those weird things where, like, now technically those movies are part of the MCU. So that's a, that's a, it expands what movies you need to watch if you need to do a full watch through now. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a, it's a cool, cool little, uh, cool little intro to bring in even more multiverse and then also show that. People, like, we got it in Loki, but people from uh, the multiverse, like, other parts of the multiverse don't necessarily have to look the same or even act the same. They, like, you know, usually have some sim- similarities, but we we could get, you know, we could get Spider-Pig now. That's an option to us, so. I love that. Huh, big fan. <laughs> Bring him in. And, well, and then, like, we could get Spider-Gwen uh, in here. We could get Spider-Woman. Spider, spider like, we could get, you know, Spider-Punk or mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man 2099. Like, there's some really cool Spider-Men out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles. Can't Ulti- forget about Miles. Ultimate <laughs> Spider-Man, right? Or- Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah. We could get Doc so Ock and Spider-Man's body. Like, there, there's a lot of potential that this movie brought in. And I think this was a, if you didn't see Loki a good way to introduce the multiverse as yes, well. Yes, yes. I agree so, with that 100%. Like, I think that's kind of the thing that, like, you you couldn't have, 
I, I, I know that Multiverse of Madness was supposed to happen before No Way Home. Based off, like, the, the original, like, scheduling and everything like that. So, like, it it kind of makes sense that Multiverse of Madness would happen before No Way Home. Because then you would explain the multiverse a little bit more in Multiverse of Madness. And, like, Doctor Strange's attitude in Spider-Man was a little weird. Uh-huh. Mm, I don't know. I was kind of like, this is our our <laughs> teenage romp version yeah. of Doctor Strange. But- which he kind of continued in... Um, uh, madness multiverse of madness yeah that's the one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was good o- overall uh would recommend if you're on the, the fence of watching it go see it i don't know if how you got this far without seeing it but yeah right <laughs> um, <laughs> all right moon knight is what we have up next year uh we had uh we had uh poe dameron in here no <laughs> yeah uh we had i mean we raved about this one in our reviews i think Yes, think, we we really love this one while it was on, and I still love it. It was it was great. I haven't gone back and rewatched it though. No, I need to. I I feel like I've been waiting so that I almost forget parts of it, or that it's a little bit faded in memory, you know, so that it it at least feels a little fresh or a little, you know, I don't know how to describe it. No, I agree. It's one of those things where it is so trippy at times that it almost like you almost yeah you need to step back so you can rewatch it again with fresh eyes. Like, I, I feel like that might be important on a reviewing of this. Mm. Uh, we really loved Moon Knight as it was coming out. The, I loved it. The, the symbolism, the mythology, the gods, all of that stuff is really cool. It really, it, it expanded the pantheon even further than, so like, even Eternals did. We got, you know, all of the Egyptian gods and stuff like that. That was, it was super duper cool. You know, Hippo God. I, the Hippo God. I don't remember how Moon Knight ends. <laughs> oh, you so go. you might perfect. be at the perfect spot. There you go. Yeah, you might yeah. be at the perfect spot to rewatch okay. it. <laughs> huh? <laughs> it's, like, it's only been like I, nine months. I so. know they take a boat through the gate, and they have to. He has to like love both sides of himself. But I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> oh, you have your winter break. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we really enjoyed it. this one. I do not think is going to play into the larger MCU as much. I don't think so. No. Um, with so we didn't really talk about it in the Eternals, but we uh, the post credit did give us Black Knight and Blade. Oh yeah. yeah. And then uh, Moon Knight. It would make sense to put those three together in the Midnight Suns. Uh, that's very much a thing. Uh, the the game just released Midnight Suns. But oh yeah. Yeah, there's a. Uh, those three are the three most obvious to join the Midnight Suns that are, you know, a little supernatural, a little bit out there, but could, you know, do other stuff. Uh, not on this list that also came out is Morbius. So we, we do, we did get vampires, but I don't think that's going to play <laughs> into the MCU whatsoever. Uh, cause that, that was dumb as hell. That was so funny. <laughs> All right, so it's morbid time. <laughs> morbid time. Uh, I've never seen a troll so good that they re-released a movie to just have it bomb a second time. Yeah, I think that was really brave of them, actually. <laughs> it's it's the best troll I think anyone's ever pulled on a, a th- like on a studio. That is so fantastic good. to have a movie bomb in theaters twice is great. All right, anyways, Moon Knight. So, uh, any extra thoughts on this? It was good, and I love Oscar Isaac. Uh, and I love Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Agreed. You're here. Yeah, agreed. I'll, 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 unanimous decision all around. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. We got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness Directed now. by Sam Raimi. Uh, oh, Sa- gosh. Sam, Sa- Sam Raimi, whose name I say wrong. Uh, director of the Evil Dead movies. And I feel like that was uh, so important. <laughs> that also might be, like, required viewing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I- to, to see some of the references and just the vibe of this movie. Yeah, yeah. So I think it would have been a little more successful if they had leaned a little more into the horror aspect of it. Like the parts where um, America was like being a kid and running around didn't mesh super well with the rest of it. Yes. Uh, it was you know, fun, I- but it was like two different vibes colliding. That, yeah. that is that is true because we we did get like... Um, a lot of like, yeah, her like 
bright colors, jumping through things. It's kind of fun, like jumping through all these universes. But then at the same time, we have people getting unraveled from reality. Mm -hmm. Like we have people actively being slaughtered, like Mm -hmm. Captain America being cut in half. Like, (laughs) you know what? If they had cranked up the intensity of the bright colors and like how maybe you fucking weird and crazy she is from having to jump around throughout her formative years it would be more like horror of the deranged which yes. would work really well with the sam raimi vibe yes that's true but um they did not do that no. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah yeah we kind of had conflicting vibes in it um again if you hadn't seen wanda vision wanda's trajectory like where where she turns evil in this doesn't make perfect sense oh i thought it was fine so but that's the thing is we've seen wandavision oh, if you oh, haven't seen sure, wandavision sure, sure, sure. i could see that being so off-putting yes. so early in that movie because yes. you don't you don't see her fall in this movie no. she has already fallen at the beginning of this movie and she's putting on a facade now at this point mm-hmm. um so like if you haven't if you hadn't seen wanda seen wandavision her trajectory her fall her like what she's capable of doing and like where her headspace at is at and everything like that and like how much she wants these children like that is the only thing that's important to her after vision mm-hmm. like it, it 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 can be off-putting and like since that is the main driver of the movie <laughs> that is it's it's, it's it's a weird base to put things on like cuz yeah like the the horror aspects and stuff like that are so cool with Wanda like mm-hmm. if this was R like it could be horrifying like <laughs> yes but uh, since it's not, you know, if we don't yeah. get that. Uh. <laughs> oh, and shout out to the only good Reed Richards. <laughs> oh, a dead Reed not. Richards. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way he would have been palatable to me. <laughs> Was John Krasinski? Yeah, John Krasinski. Oh, I, yeah. I so can I, I disagree with you so much. I can't. Really? Cool. Oh, yeah. Who- who do you want as Reed Richards? I don't know, but I like John Krasinski too much. He's I I know him too much from The Office and for being <laughs> like a nice guy overall. And in in my mind, in the way he's written in the comics, Reed Richards is a douche, like an okay. arrogant, very stuck up douchebag. Yeah. So. For me, I was like, oh, this is the universe where Reed Richards is actually cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, he's actually fine. <laughs> so if you read how... it that way, I get you. I get you. Yeah. But uh, but even in this one, he's kind. Of, he's still kind of an ass. <laughs> yeah, he's a little arrogant. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, you, you can't possibly beat us. And she's like, uh, watch me. So <laughs> It's my problem Noodle for soup. watching The Offense too many times. I, kn- <laughs> I know and understand that this is my issue. <laughs> Uh, Jim Halpert is also a bit of an asshole, so. Yeah. Um, That's actually, a hot topic. <laughs> one thing I just thought about. So the, the, this one also introduces us to Professor Xavier, ba- Black Bolt. Uh-huh. Uh, those are probably the two big introductions. Like, it, it, don't get me wrong. It's cool having uh, Maria Rambo as Captain oh, America, so Sharon cool. Carter as Captain Britain, and then, you know, um, uh, Fanta- uh, you know, Reed Richards there. I couldn't think of his name. All, we were just talking about him. Uh-huh. But. Uh, introducing Xavier is really cool because you know that brings in mutants and the X Men. Black Bolt is interesting because I, I don't do they introduce him as the King of the Inhumans? Yeah, do they in huh. the movie? I thought they did. Okay, they do, yeah. so then that brings in humans into it, which is interesting because we have Agents of Shield that has Inhumans. Though I think they're trying to forget about that. I don't think that's can- <laughs> technically canon anymore now. No. Um, no. Well, and they got rid of the Terrigen thing with Ms. Marvel. So yeah. Uh huh. So I, I it, we had some pretty big introductions in that regard. So uh, we, we get more Wiccan and Speed in this, which is you know cool. We don't see them in that sense. Like we no, don't see them sing, with powers. But they sing a creepy song and that's it. They so do whatever. Creep, sing a creepy song. That is true. I did forget about that. I did block mm. that out. Never forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's still still a good movie. Definitely, probably. Definitely, probably uh, going to be required viewing uh, if you if you hadn't seen it. It, oh, it yeah. is long, but it is the you get all of the multiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. You you find out where Wanda came from, which it, we we find we get more of the like mystic art stuff that's probably gonna gonna become important in the future. Yeah. So yeah. So there's a lot of character evolutions, and there's a lot of like, oh, here's why Wanda can't come in to save everything. Yeah. <laughs> because she's so powerful. <laughs> so I, I think that's going to be important. Going yeah. forward with yeah. Kang. Yeah. Uh, next we have Miss Marvel. Yeah. Uh, started strong, ended strong. <laughs> definitely lagged a little bit in the middle. Had a dip. Yeah, had a dip in the middle. 
for sure. Uh, still really liked it. Uh, we're doing the comics right now. I feel like the beginning and the end of the show are very, very on point for Miss Marvel. It just in that middle there was a little weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> felt like but it, that was i think going back to what we said during the show but it, it really should have kept the same you know writer uh and director i think that would have helped out a lot i think they I did agree. A, i think they did it a disservice by skipping around and you know doing all that stuff no 100 yeah. percent. yeah it, if they had kept the same writers at the beginning and end like uh, it, it might have been the best tv show um it would be hard it would be hard but it could be um and it's really cool to have another street level hero. Um, I really like that we have another, you know, young Avenger esque person coming in, which is great. Or new Avengers, whichever team they decide to do. Yeah, and the culture and, and casting were awesome in it. Yes, the casting mm-hmm. was on point for this. Uh, the villains were very lackluster in this show, I will say. Uh, but we did get more, you know, um, space tech. And like people unlocking powers, uh, so I was. Who was I talking to about this recently? I don't know. Uh, Brad, Melanie. It, it was Sarah. probably it was probably Brad. Um, so we we kind of talked about it. I believe actually in the Wakanda Forever, or maybe it was after. I don't actually remember. Uh, I forget when I say things. But um, now that we're bringing mutants into the world, um, th- this was kind of my my theory prior to Phase Four is that people that were unsnapped didn't necessarily come back exactly the same and they could have, you know, had something change with them Ooh. when they came back or maybe their when their parents came back. Now they have it activated you, their X gene. Yeah. Or made it possible that the X gene could be activated. Um, one thing that uh, was a concern that was brought up to me was that it feels weird that the ones that they've kind of been hinting at, at being mutants need something extra to activate their powers. And, I mean, if you look at mutants as a whole, for the most part, you need usually some stressor in your teenage years that activates your powers in some way. Mm -hmm. I think post-snap, having something, like, external to activate your powers isn't an awful way to introduce mutants and then also limit the number of mutants there are in the world. So, yeah, I don't know what, what their plan with mutants going forward is, but I, I'm not angry at the idea of limiting them be, with some sort of external thing to activate the X gene. I, I don't know what your guys' thought on that is, but... It's fine. It makes sense narratively. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with it. They had to figure out some way to do it, so I, I, yeah. I don't hate that. Nah, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That, that was just my, my thought on it. Because, like, they, they definitely have gotten rid of the Terrigen thing with Miss Marvel. She has, like, the... The, the the bangles and stuff so mm-hmm. right uh next is thor love and thunder which the more that i think about it the more i like it and also have more critiques and don't like it it's yeah. weird I, so I, I, the more i've thought about it the less i've liked it i but i also really like parts of it <laughs> so i don't know thor has this adventure with uh his ex Who's Natalie Portman? Whose name in the thing I forget? Jane Foster. <laughs> Jane Foster. That's the one. She becomes. <laughs> she becomes Lady Thor. They have a an end of life romance. No spoilers or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Thor adopts a child. Um, I don't know. It. I liked that it brought in a lot of the Olympic gods too. Yeah. Um and uh. We're getting <laughs> Roy Kent. Roy Kent as Hercules. I'm uh-huh. so excited. Yeah, another expansion of the uh, of the pantheon even further, which is uh, very fun. Uh, but I, I think the the more I've thought about it, I think the tonal shifts back and forth and like mid serious scene wild is what has been like. The more I've thought about it, the less I've liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely, if I had to re-rate it now, I would definitely drop it down. I don't know where, what I would rate it, but I would definitely drop it below what I originally rated it. Yeah. Um, Christian Bale as oh, uh, so as good. the God Killer is so so good, but then they 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 don't do it with him, but they also do it like every scene surrounding him is a joke. Oh yes, yeah. Which it really it dampens the seriousness and his. Not not only his arc, but, like, the pain that he's feeling. And it really feels like it kind of, but, you know, okay, but diminishes part, him. <laughs> but part of me is, like, that 
that works well as a commentary on like how these rich, powerful gods are just doing whatever the fuck they want. They don't give a shit. They're goofing off. They don't care. They don't care about the lives that they're crushing and how painful and real that is for them. So part of me is like, actually, that was really good. <laughs> I just I just think it's a Taiko Waiwatiti movie. So that's what you're going to get. Like, There's no way yeah. around it. You know, I mean, you yeah. hired him to make a movie. That's the movie he's going to make, you know, and yeah. I like his style I mean, of humor, so I, I'm very biased towards I like what he does. And and when you t- were talking about going from the, the super powerful scenes, like these jokes, I, I think of it as like a coping mechanism. Like if you, mm. you know, if you had cancer, how do you, how do you, how are you okay with that? How do you make light of that? Sure. How do you stay in a positive mind frame? You know, I, I don't know anybody, nor have I had cancer, so I can't speak to it as a, as somebody who, you know has been a part no of that knowledge right but mm-hmm. i don't know if that would be you know like that's his that's his directorial take on sure that's sure. how thor that. would handle it or jane would handle it <laughs> I, I don't know i'm just throwing stuff out there yeah i mean and i i think it is a a, a way that people do cope but hmm. no that, that those are i all can think of points. one person specifically <laughs> Yeah, I mean those are. But all... she's in remission now. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, those are all valid like points uh, for sure. It's just I don't know. It's just one of those things where like, they, I don't feel like it ever gave you time to sit in the sadness. Oh, I at the end, I definitely felt everything hit. Like, and everything before was like, I I can't deal with this pain because it's so real. So it was like. A, a journey in distraction and coping through, sure. you know, going down these rabbit holes. And then at the end, they just have to sit with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, which but, is why I cried yeah. so much. But that's the thing is like, I, 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 like, I understand the cancer stuff, but I'm thinking Gore specifically. Yeah. He, okay. he doesn't do any of that coping until the very, very end in the very last scene. All of those jokes, all of that other stuff, none of that happens with him there. All of that happens around him, but not including him. No, and, like, that's, I think that's why, because the way that he copes is just anger and vengeance, and that's what he's doing, and he's like, I'm going to dismantle this thing. So, like, he doesn't, he only gets to find another way to cope at the end when when the conflict is resolved. Yeah. But, I'm I'm not going to keep repeating myself, but what I'm saying is, like, the way, like, I, I, they, it's definitely a dichotomy. Like, you have the anger, you have the darkness, you have all this other stuff, and then you have the light, bright stuff. But putting them next to each other and making jokes all around, the uh, yeah, it's the darkness. It feels like it's diminishing his pain. Yeah, like it's making light of his pain. Yeah, which, like, if I don't know, it just it feel it feels bad to me. The more I've thought about it, so. I get, I get it. Fair, so, whatever. That's a, that's a fair take. No, I, I, you know. That's a fair take. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say Taika as a director. I don't think he would want us to fully disagree with Gore. No, you know, like because I, I don't know. I felt pissed off. Yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> no, it, it's a very valid, a very valid thing yeah. to be mad about. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I think it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's go ahead and move on from Thor: Love and F- Thunder. We have She Hulk next. Yay. which ten out of ten. we we had a lot of fun with i really enjoyed i it was the most fourth wally break uh we we meet kevin um <laughs> which, <laughs> which was fun throughout we get another street level hero kind of um which yeah. i i'm always a fan of the lawyering so. type of street hero mm-hmm. <laughs> right right well and we get the walk of shame from daredevil so it really is all good Yes, yeah. the The walk of shame from Daredevil is uh, a great, a great add to this whole thing. So uh, I, I really enjoyed She Hulk. The fourth wall breaking a lot of times is really good. It was really funny to see the show troll all of the trolls throughout. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. I enjoyed that a lot because uh, the 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 misogyny was out in force for this one. So what? <laughs> that never Fam- happens. Surprise, huh? surprise. <laughs> Fanboys would <All> never. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, she Hulk probably not required viewing for the rest of the MCU, more most likely. I, I am interested to see if we ever get a She Hulk Hercules uh r- romance. 
because we have those back to back in the the MCU. We got Thor: Love and Thunder, which has introduces Hercules at the end, and then She Hulk, and then in the comics they do have relationships. So, God, I hope so. Yeah, it'd be so. Oh, Roy Kent with Jennifer <laughs> Walters. Oh boy, um, I'm them. so excited. <laughs> ship them, ship them. Yeah, ship them now. All right. <laughs> I will. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Werewolf by Night, which was a like 45 to 50 minute short, essentially. It was a, a mini movie. It was a, a special is what they had it listed as. Um, pretty much no advertising at all for this. It just kind of dropped one day. Yeah. Uh, out of nowhere. And honestly, loved it. Uh, it was good. It was very, very <laughs> did you, good. Did you guys? Okay. I didn't realize this. Did you know it was directed by Michael Giacchino? The same guy who does the same guy who does the music for Star Trek, who did the fanfare, who is you know does a lot of music now. Is kind of taking that John Williams role in a lot of these. Yeah, he directed I, this. I've never heard that. Yeah, that's really cool. That's nuts. I didn't put it together until I saw. I don't know what I was reading some article or something, you know, and I I saw the name and and I I was like, oh, he did the music, right? Of course, naturally it makes sense. Yeah. He does a ton of the Marvel stuff. Like, okay, that checks out. And I saw it directed, and it was light bulb of, whoa, way cool. So <laughs> what I, is that about? No. Yeah, that's nuts. But for a directorial debut, I mean, incredible. Mm-hmm. Or not a debut, I shouldn't say, but, you know, one of his bigger projects. I mean, incredible. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially that I'm aware of. But that's so, so cool. I really liked it. I thought I thought it was a really nice, like, classic monster yeah. Like, uh-huh. time? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to describe that. Um, we, we did call it uh, call it Swamp Thing. It is Man Thing. Uh, we did call it Swamp Thing through our entire review. So uh, <laughs> I did catch that when I was doing the editing and went, oh, no. <laughs> we never corrected ourselves on that. Uh, but we get Elsa Bloodstone, uh, who, again ties in very well with the midnight suns as like a monster hunter we once again expand like the paranormal aspects of of marvel which is pretty cool like we we got some like uh some uh vampires werewolves you know various other you know nighttime lurking creatures and that sort of stuff so Mm -hmm. it's a it's a it's a cool cool little uh cool little thing i i enjoyed it a lot i it took me by surprise how much i liked it based off of you know, zero advertising, just no, it, going in cold for the most part. And just watching it, no expectations. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, would mm-hmm. recommend. Again, might not play super strong into a lot of the main MCU stuff unless they do like a Midnight Suns esque thing or like mm-hmm. lean more into the paranormal stuff here. Uh, but we'll see. And then next up, we got to get Charlie's thoughts on this. Uh, so we have Black Panther <laughs> Wakanda Forever. Yeah. So I know you, you guys got, you were... Got, you did get to go see it, right? I, I did. I had to go uh, by myself <laughs> later. Oh. Uh, which okay. was fine. Um, it was all good. But yeah, I know you guys were pretty positive on it. So um, yeah, I just didn't have those feelings. I, uh, I thought it was a little too long um i like namor but i just i don't know i didn't really like shuri i really just didn't like her character i didn't like her character development i uh that was i thought she would just kill namor after talking to michael b jordan i thought you know you bring in that character to have that moment and then uh you know for her to be different and i really felt the absence of chadwick boseman i really just thought that he did such a good job as t'challa that it was it was just tough i don't know i just i couldn't get into it and i feel bad because i wish i could have no that's fair i also yeah, thought super fair. i also thought a lot of the stuff with um julia you know uh louis dreyfus and uh uh i forget what his the actor's name is that plays the special oh, Jeremy agent Re- or no no martin what's his name martin freeman oh uh, i think yeah I th- that sounds correct but i thought that stuff was know. all just kind of kind of cut and paste in there like it didn't make sense with the story at all it just was there yeah i could see that for sure i mean it gives us more information on uh on her her character and brings him back in um i i did think that that storyline was pretty dumb um (laughs) (laughs) i I think i pointed that out in the podcast i was like that doesn't make any sense so (laughs) right 
Um, and, and you know, and I, I will say that Shiri is definitely probably the weakest part of the movie, which is unfortunate because she is like the main character. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I liked everything else around it. And I felt like the tribute to, you know, Chadwick Boseman and everything like that was very, very good. Um, I, but you, you, I do agree. Like there is definitely something missing, not having him there. Um, I, I don't know how how she is going to take that mantle as a Black Panther going forward. We'll we'll see, but I just would have yeah. thought it would have been so cool to see Okoye or uh or Nakia. I don't know. I, yeah. I thought Ugh, I thought Nakia so cool. would have been a sick Black Panther, but that's just my Yeah. Right? No, that's for that's true. That's true. Um we, we do have uh a spoiler on it. We do get at the end we do have um uh Chad, well, not Chadwick Boseman's son, but yeah, <laughs> Black Panther's son. Yes. Yeah. T'Challa's son. Um, so th- this, depending on what kind of time jumps and stuff like that we get, we can get another, you know, another Black Panther, uh, you know, a young Black Panther or something like that. If Shiri ever uh, gives up the, the title or, you know, Nakia and uh, T'Challa's son ever not no, it's not Nikia. Yeah, it is Nikia. Yeah. Uh, their their son ever comes to you know claim the throne or anything like that. Uh, the introduce the introduction of the uh, the angels. I forget what the actual name of them are. You know that's pretty cool. That's a thing from the comics as well. That's pretty heavy in Wakanda, like the the blue suits that fly kind of thing. Oh yeah. yeah. We, we get Ironheart, which is never once actually said in the movie. No, <laughs> they, have that, they have that stupid part. Okay, sorry, I thought this part was stupid. She was cool. No, she was great. I, the part where he she cut out a heart in the metal and it dropped down yes. and it was never on the suit. Was, what the yeah. fuck is that? But, okay, so there was kind of a little heart emblem on the suit, but it did not look like that. So. No. <laughs> no, 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 because that that, yeah. that that was like iron. It was like cut out yeah. of iron, but there there was not like it was so so futuristic <laughs> to, on her suit. Like <laughs> to them, that was them saying her name. Yeah. Look, it's an iron heart. <laughs> That was a trailer shot where they just should have fit in the trailer and cut it. Let it on the cutting room floor for the movie. You could put it in the yeah, trailer, exactly. get everybody, you know, hard about it, and then don't put it in the movie. A hundred percent. No, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, so I mean, yeah, I, I, it, it's interesting to see where this will go in the future. Uh, this was kind of the ending of Phase 4 was Wakanda Forever, technically speaking, not, but... Um, for all intents and purposes, it was, um, and it, it was an interesting way to close it out. Uh, so I just want to touch on the very last thing, uh, that happened in phase four is <laughs> the guardians of the galaxy holiday special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I totally uh, so forgot we, we, about this. I totally forgot. And I was going to watch or Penny and I, I was up with Penny that morning. So I think that was the day after Thanksgiving. And I was just going to like throw on a little like Encanto for her while I made her breakfast. And I saw mm-hmm. that was on there. And I just, I was like, no, we're watching this. So, <laughs> so we watched it together. But, uh, and she sat through it, which was impressive. But nice. Yeah. There's a lot of lights and colors and sounds. Yeah. So. A lot of lights, colors, sounds, a lot of, a lot of things happening, a lot of yeah. Kevin Bacon. Um. Yeah. Which yeah. like he's family friendly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was a, a fun little little thing. It's it's uh, what fifty minutes long, I think. Mm-hmm. It, same as yep. like Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little uh, hop and a skip through. You know, some space kind of tells us where the Guardians are post Thor. We get a little Christmas special. It's kind of Drax and Mantis's adventure for the most part, to be honest. Yeah, which like is an that. interesting duo. Yeah, cool, um, cool little. They go, uh... they, little showcase for them right they go uh kidnap kevin bacon uh <laughs> we find out how horrifying it would be to have mantis like on earth oh god uh, yes <laughs> she, can just, like, she can just change everyone's like opinions towards things she does like she has like a weird like horror like jumps onto a couple things and like skitters across the wall at one point yeah, like, Ooh, yeah. it's we got her comic accurate uh her being really good at uh uh like hand-to-hand combat We've never yes, seen that yes. before, oh, yeah. and they confirmed it in this uh, holiday special because she is an expert in the comics, which was super yeah. cool. Super happy to see that. Yeah, yeah, that's super nice. Yeah, it was it was cool to actually see her, you know, 
do something because uh, <laughs> they, they, a lot of the t- a lot of the times we see the the guardian she's not doing anything you know physical necessarily like the last time i remember seeing her do anything is when she was latched onto thanos's head trying to you know <laughs> slow him down so yeah it was cool to see that and then uh of course drax is always very funny we have dave batista just you know being dave batista but <laughs> yes. but grayish green um the the, the love, whole thing was it was it was pretty funny yeah it, it's one of those where like i don't know if i ever need to see it again but it was good the first time uh it did seem like they were trying to use it as a catalyst for a bunch of new christmas mu- music yes uh, <laughs> there was like a bunch of christmas songs i did not recognize whatsoever no but, that's james gunn to a t though finding these, <laughs> these weird sense. ass songs that people start to like yeah, yeah. Same with uh, Peacemaker. <laughs> All the weird, yeah. like, fucking 80s music that he puts in there. Yes. <laughs> That's true. That's and the number true. of times I listen to that theme song, the, uh, oh, do you really want it? Yeah, it's such a good theme song. <laughs> it really is. Uh, but yeah, so that that closed out Phase 4. How, how did we feel about four, Phase 4 as a whole? Uh, thoughts, concerns? Um, I thought phase four was marvel kind of like i don't know they're they're hitting their stride they're making things like i think they realized after endgame they need to change up the variety a little bit because the superhero formula starts to get a little stale so they're finding their way to do it and i think they have i don't know they've uh kept developing it's like the good Marvel comics that come out now because they have more uh, variety of writers, more variety of artists, and the stories just get a little better. Um, some of them are still not great, but <laughs> <laughs> but but I I feel like this is the most um, capital M Marvel that we've seen so far. Yeah, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, this is like when you say on brand, this is the brand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm really hoping they pay off with a lot of these stories that um, these are a lot of open books, a lot of uh, things that, you know, we I hope truly that we see follow up on in phase five. And I think we will because they've opened up a lot of ideas, a lot of new characters, a lot of new, you know, getting rid of some characters. They're really kind of doing work in this phase. Um, I, the one thing I really liked about this phase overall, the one thing I truly appreciate that they move towards is bringing in these different directors, um, you know, Sam Raimi, we're bringing in Chloe Zhao, we're bringing in these people, Michael Giannichino, that are really having their impacts on the movie, where they can, yeah. it's it's their, it's their, it's their film, right? Because yeah. before, even though we had different people directing them, like Joss Whedon and, you know, uh, all John Favreau to a degree, they were very clean dry they were this is a marvel movie this is what you're gonna do this is how we expect yeah. it to be made these have their own little artistic flares which i really appreciate that they're actually moving in that direction so that we can see i don't know a better more cultured more diverse view of these heroes i agree yeah it, it was it was nice it was refreshing to have something different yes um especially in the tv shows um some of the TV shows did suffer for it uh, a little bit just because sometimes the tonal shift between episodes was very, very heavy because yes. you would have completely different writers and completely different directors between episodes, yes. which I don't know how I felt about that. I would, I think I would almost prefer like one or two directors and a single writer on a series yes. than, yeah. rather than what they, they did with a lot of these. I think, but I think some of that was them trying out future writers and directors for some of the bigger movies like i I feel like they were you know let's grab a handful of them put them on a project see what they can do if they don't do great it is just a tv series we didn't spend as much money on it it doesn't have the big theatrical release we can kind of bury it a little bit but the ones that really excelled the ones that did what we like the ones that were well received by fans you know we can run with in the future and see see what they can do with it yeah and it kind of felt like they were doing that with some of the characters too because we have such a weird variety of characters in this, <laughs> this yeah. one we introduce a lot of characters here like what we had wiccan and speed we had um u.s 
uh, U.S. agent. We had all of the stuff that in Loki with Kang. We had Yelena. We had Shang-Chi and everything around him. All of the Eternals, Kate Bishop, all the alternatives of Spider-Man and all the villains for those Spider-Man. We had mm-hmm. Moon Knight, who was new. Um, Doctor Strange didn't really. We got America Chavez. We have Miss Marvel. We have you know Mighty Thor in Thor: Love and Thunder. We have. Uh, love in there we have all of the stuff around that we got she hulk who's brand new we had you know werewolf by night with man thing and elsa bloodstone got a new um new black panther and we we got all of the supporting cast with that they really expanded the wakanda thing those are all new nothing Mm -hmm. really new in guardians of the galaxy but like there's a lot of new characters in here there's a lot of street level and or smaller characters that are in the comics that they could really, you know, push in the future. A much more diverse cast, which I love to see. Like, oh, I, I, how did I skip Echo? Which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like... <laughs> she was so cool. She was so cool. So, like, yeah, it, it really feels like both directors and character-wise, they're, they're both kind of just throwing stuff at the wall to kind of see what sticks. They have a plan, it feels like, because they're definitely leading towards something. But it mm-hmm. definitely feels much looser than some of the earlier phases, like probably phase two through three, like two and three were much tighter than phase four has been. Mm-hmm. Right. But overall, I I was positive on phase four. It had some really good highs, but it also had some very low lows. Yeah. yeah. It, yes. <laughs> yes. I would agree with that statement 100%. So... Um, so just looking ahead a little bit here, we have quite a bit of stuff already uh, already announced here. So I just want to touch on what we're looking forward to in the next couple of years here on the podcast. We have Ant Man and uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania coming up. We have Secret Invasion, which is a TV show. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We have the Echo TV show that we've talked about a few times. We have the Marvels, which was set up in Miss Marvel. Mm. Loki season two, Blade. Uh, Ironheart, Agatha, and the Coven of Chaos, which uh, we've had some of the cast announced for that, which is very Yay! fun. Uh, we have Daredevil Born Again, which is going to be a TV show. Though, from what I understand, I think it's like 24 episodes or something like that. So we, we will not be doing uh, episode by episode. We might do like group three or four episodes at a time together. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm not doing a full like four months of just Daredevil. Nope. Uh, <laughs> And then we have Captain America, New World Order, and the Thunderbolts to round out Phase 5. So that's what we're looking at. So we've already slimmed down the uh, number of projects, <laughs> though there is still quite a few of them yeah, in Phase 5. I, I'm glad that they um, were kind of like, you know what? This is actually a lot. Let's <laughs> let's reel back just a little bit. Well, Ooh, and I know cool. COVID would like slow and delay things. Yes. So the, the, yeah, so yeah it, like a lot of Phase 4 was pre-COVID and then dealing with the effects of COVID on post-production, whereas phase five is going to be a lot of delays due to COVID. So, because I, I, I like, I know Wakanda got pushed uh, quite a bit because of, because of that as well, because the actress for Shiri mm. uh, would not get the vaccine and stuff. So, um, yeah, hard to, yeah, hard to uh, separate the art from the artist on that one, unfortunately for me. I, I mentioned that during yes. the episode as well, because that, that is a thing that frustrates me a lot. So, um, and then phase six, we already have announced a few. We have Fantastic Four, Avengers King Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars. And then we have a bunch of other stuff that's been already kind of um, hinted at, but we have no release dates. We have Armor Wars, the Eternals uh, sequel, the Shang-Chi uh, sequel. Uh, there's supposed to be a Wakanda TV series and then some X-Men movie. So all of these have been either hinted at and or announced just not with official dates and or titles yet. Okay. So I, I think Armor Wars is the only one that has gotten an official title. Okay. So yeah, that, that's what we have coming up in the next couple of years here. Uh, that takes us all the way through like 2026. So <laughs> very exciting. Round out end 2022. Yeah, it's very exciting. We're we're gonna we're still doing comics. We're still in the the heart of uh, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. We'll keep uh, chugging along on comics and covering the Marvel stuff as it comes along to us. So we just wanted to touch back on. Phase four, since our our podcast has essentially been around about as long as Phase four happened, so because <laughs> we're 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 almost up on two years now, so that's fun. <laughs> very very exciting. We're just a few a few months out from two years, which is wild to think about. But, Weird. Uh, any final thoughts about what's coming or what has been in Phase four? Um, no, no. Just excited, Charlie. Just excited to see yeah, where it goes. Too. Kind of excited to see some of these 
uh, loose string or you know these loose ends they've left out there. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes and I don't know. Eager. I'm definitely really eager to see Quantum Mania. Um, want to see more of Jonathan Majors. I really liked Ant Man and the Wasp. So yeah. very excited yeah. for that one. Uh, really can't wait. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna uh, be fun. All right. For well, if you wow, words are hard there for a second. Uh, if you like what we do here, go ahead and check the link tree link down below. It has uh, access to all of our socials, um, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. As long as Twitter is still around, we'll be on there. I'm going to be on that sinking burning ship, like <laughs> uh, <laughs> the I, captain of the Titanic. I, deactiv- I deactivated mine, unfortunately. That's fair. <laughs> That's okay. That's totally fair. Um, I- I've thought about put- getting us onto Hive social, but I, I don't know. No, if I do Hive is dead. Uh, it's just be real now. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I have yeah. no idea. They're 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 burning. They shut through. their servers down. Oh, cool. Anyway, they're burning through stuff already, so that's fun. Um, but <laughs> uh, you you can get a hold of us. We do have the Facebook group because uh, Facebook will apparently never die. Um, but we're on there. We, we post updates and stuff on there. You contact us on any of the stuff. It also has access. Uh, the link tree link also has our email, which is also active. So feel free to uh, contact us at any of those if you want. Uh, but for this week, I've been Mike. I'm Audrey. I'm Charlie. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time. Woo!